Coming to you live from RoofCon 2020, this is the American Contractor Show. So guys, this is, uh, this is the last keynote of RoofCon. Thank you guys. This is awesome. <laughs> you guys are here. You made it through two and a half days. H how many people's head is spinning by now? <laughs> is if that you because you didn't raise your hand? You're probably asleep because <laughs> <laughs> you're tired. You're over. Man, I'm excited for this. So, I've been going to these, these sort of things. Been in the industry about 15 years now. Been roofing specific for over a decade. And one of the things I learned before I got into into roofing specific, but as an entrepreneur, one of the key things I learned is like if you want to be successful in life, you have to learn from people who are successful. You have to surround yourself with successful people. If you want to learn things, you got to surround yourself and find people who know the things that you want to know. And, and early on in my career, I figured out that, hey, there's, you know, before these conferences got as sophisticated as being live on two podcasts and with live people all together before technology like, took over. So to be like straight up transparent, we're live on the RoofCon page. We're live on the Start, Build, Grow show. We're, start, we're live on the Catalyst Groups page, Balance Claims, Art of the Supplement, American Contractor Show, my LinkedIn page. All at once. And one other, uh, it's on a website somewhere. So yeah, so we're live all over the place all at once. So, so you just made me nervous, bro. Like there's like 100 <laughs> people here. Hi, how are you? Nice. I, I know half of them, so good to see you. It makes me a little more comfortable. But we're like thousands of people are watching this, and that's awesome. But get, getting back to the point here. It, it, is you, you take that simple concept of you want to learn, you want to grow, find people who know what you know and, and, and ask them and figure it out, right? And th th there's no better place to do that than to go to this sort of event, to You're go right. to a conference and to, to sit and learn. And, and, and it can be overwhelming. Like you ask the head spinning question, you go to these conferences, you hear a multitude of speakers with mul a multitude of experience levels, a multitude of knowledge and and it's easy to get overwhelmed. Yeah, it is. Okay, But the idea here is what, what we want to try to do is take all that crazy knowledge, all those things we've learned, and narrow it down. And you want to take, find one, two, three, maybe five, if you're really sharp, key, key, key takeaways that you're going to be able to take from here, take from this conference, take this discussion, and go and, imp and, and implement into your business. And going back to the, the connection of these sort of, uh, environments when, when you're going to these sort of conferences you learn a, there's always a lot to learn from speakers and that sort of thing but I, I think you guys can all attest to this I've learned more from connecting and chatting and hanging out and having discussions and asking questions of my peers than anything else and I want to give a shout out to this industry and the people in this room there's no industry like it that that people come together from all across the country, all different levels of business. Some people are just getting started or haven't even started their business. There's people in here doing $50 million a year and you're coming here together and you're learning and growing from one another and you're supporting one another and you're helping each other grow. Shout out to you for that because there's Give no other- Give yourselves a hand of applause for a second. You guys are awesome. And I totally agree with you, Randy. That's the, that's the reality of what these conferences really do. And, you know, there's so many, I can go around the room today and point at people that I know were at RoofCon 2019, like Daniel's here and uh, Savadni. And I see, uh, I, I don't know where Aaron and, and Josh left. I don't know if they're in the rooms or not. They may have left uh, 
indie roof company and you know we got to hang out with a lot of uh with mike and uh you know there's phil was santa was there and like all the pay and all the different people that came to that conference and that was like one of those pivotal moments for so many people and it really humbles the experience and makes it so real like at the end of the day when you look around this room and you see people's lives that you guys directly affect and i think of like all the lives that you guys directly affect besides your own you guys are a lot of you guys are business owners you're responsible for people beyond just you you're responsible for your team for their families and for all the subs and everyone that works for you guys when you start to add it up how many people directly are affected by your life and your decisions and you start to think about all those different individuals and, and it really just brings to uh to reality what really matters in life at the end of the day the reason why we got so excited about roofcon is because it's so much more than just business business and life really are a thing that people have to intermingle it's going to affect you no matter what if you guys watch the office i've said this a few times lately but michael scott one time told ryan he said look man it, it, business is always personal Business is the most personal thing in life. And there's a lot of things, if you really listen to Michael Scott, that are actually true. People like don't take him seriously. But there's a lot of things that he says that you like, man, Michael Scott's right. But life and business are so personal. And so everything that you do, the actions that you go back home and do, like all the decisions that you make are going to so, so profoundly impact tons of lives. Your, your employees, your customers, the, the other people that you do work with, your vendors, all, the, all those people are looking at you. You can't help but walk away from a place like this, from a conference like this, that's all about the things that really matter in life. I mean, business matters, but, you know, at the end of the day, the things that really matter, family, integrity, legacy, this board right here, and just have that weight and that, uh, that burden for what you really need to do in your life and start to reflect like now I feel like at the end of a conference is a time where you sit down, you look at all the things that you just learned and you start to reflect on them. You start to like, just let that sink into what is your legacy? What is your life? What are you trying to, what is your why? What is your purpose? Mm. And now is the time to determine that and go back home and start to implement and find the ways that you need to change your business or make it better. That's the cool thing about business. You're always going to be able to make it better. You're always going to be able to fix the process that's broken. You're always going to be able to uh, find that area that you're really not doing the best at and make yourself better. And today, now more than ever, I mean, 10 years ago, 15 years ago, 20 years ago, there's no way 20 years ago my dad would get caught dead in a conference like this as a contractor. No way. I'm a third generation contractor Me too. myself. There's, it was a whole, dude, and, and those all guys the topic, right, <laughs> of, of, you know, we want to really bring this home with, with the, the whole concept behind this. Don't forget why we're here and what the concept is. Yep. Leadership. Leadership. Legacy. Integrity. Yep. And I'm going to ask, I'm going to ask everybody a question here. You, you touched on purpose, right? Why, why does everybody, and I love how Hunter talked about this earlier, so I'm going to elaborate exactly. a little bit. Why do you work so hard? Why do you get up every day? Why do you go to bed every night late? Why, why do you burn the midnight oil? Why do you, you know, get up on Saturday, check your emails and go to the job site and do the things we do? And, and, and I think I can ask this to everybody in here. 
and, and they're going to, the first thing, the first reaction is going to be family. Is that right? You got a few hands there. Is that why we do this? So, so the challenge here, that's true, right? The challenge here is, is to not like just be so like simplified by that because we all have that same person. We all love our families. We all work hard for our families. But at the end of the day, I'm going to, I'm going to kind of switch gears here. At the end of the day, if you're working 80 hours a week to provide and to do things for your family, are you really doing this for your family? That's the challenge because most of us all go through. It's like a rite of passage. You start a roofing company. We have no clue what we're doing. We're running around with, with our hair on fire. We may be really good at one thing, but then we realize we're really good at sales. And we realize, holy crap, I got to market. I got to produce. I got to <laughs> hire people. I got to pay bills. I got to man. I got to pay taxes. I got to do all these other things, but I'm really good at sales. I'm going to start a roofing business. We fall into this trap of working 80 hours to avoid working 40 hours. And then we, unfortunately, kind of put the excuse of, I do it for my family. We all know we do it for our families. But how do we take that step further? Because if all we're doing is working all day every day to provide for our families, what happens in 20 years when we look back and our families are grown? And our, and our kids are just going to look back and say, Dad just worked all the time. I've had to come to this realization really hard in, in the last few years spent the first 10 years of my career, you know, in as an entrepreneur, working my ass off all day, every day, working afternoons, working weekends, working nights, working for my family. And my wife brought it up and said, if all you do is work, what are you actually doing for the family? Are you here with the family? The family doesn't care about the new Nikes that I bought my son at age one, the Jordans <laughs> that he had at age two, doesn't care about that crap. Our families want us there. They want us to be there. That's what they want. They want our time. So we're not in this just for our families. We're not in this just for money. I truly believe that we are all in this and we're entrepreneurs. We're in this business. We work our asses off for time. So the challenge is how do we expedite the process of building our business in a way where we can gain more time? Yeah, that's, that's, uh, I mean, you can always make more money. You can never make more time. Absolutely. So the challenge is let's, let's forget about the money. Time is the real commodity that we're fighting for, that we're working our ass off for time. That's the commodity here. So when you really, truly look in the mirror and embrace that concept, you'll start to be able to embrace the, the, the systems and processes and the things that you can start implementing and the people that you can start hiring and learning from and, and surrounding yourself with in order to gain more time for that family that you work so hard for. So I, I've narrowed it down in the, the roofing business, right? We want to, we want some implementation challenge to implement. We want to, what are some takeaways? How do we implement? How do we make change into our business? So there it, I've narrowed it down to about there's seven pillars or seven key processes to simplify the roofing business. There's seven things that you got to get right. Seven things you got to figure out. If you can figure out all seven of those things, you can scale your business and you can free up, free up more time. Okay. It starts with lead generation, right? We got to yep. figure out lead generation. We got to figure out sales. How do we, how do we generate leads, whether it's door knocking or all the other things that we're, that we're doing, we can, we can spend two hours on that. 
you know, but we learned a lot about it. You learned a lot from a lot of people. There's some, the best sales trainers in the industry were here this weekend. Yep. There's a lot to learn. Some of the best marketers in the industry were here this weekend. Find one thing that you can take away to improve your marketing. If all you're doing is door knocking, fantastic. Everyone is door knocking. I started, hey, here's a, here's a contract. Go figure out, go knock doors and sign contracts. Luckily, I had somewhat of a personality to make me successful in that. But that, when I started my roofing business, I didn't want to be handcuffed to that. I wanted to challenge the status quo, knowing that, hey, that's the rite of passage. We got to do it. That's the tried and true way of generating business. But how do you step outside and think outside the box and build a brand that ultimately doubles down those efforts to where you can get more inbound leads because of the brand and the marketing and other things that you've done in order to eliminate and not have to knock as many doors. If 30 roofers, roofers are on the exact same door, what differentiates you? You got the best trainers in the world here, the best door knockers in the world here at this conference. You can be the absolute best in the world, but if there's 30 other people literally standing at the street trying to do the same thing, what can we do to challenge to, 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 to do something different, right? And we did that when, when we, when we start, launched our business was, if everyone's doing this one thing, how do we look at it from a different perspective, right? I'm a homeowner and everybody, you know, hailstorm hits my house within an hour. Some of you guys within like five minutes, you guys are crazy. Like, how do you anticipate the hail so fast? It's ridiculous. <laughs> like five minutes later, knock, hail knock, trace. knock. Hey, hail trace. free roof. Hell, hail it's, trace. It's that hail is trace. your fault, hail trace. <laughs> Congratulations. That's a shameless so, plug. <laughs> yeah, shameless plug there. So how do you think differently? I'm the homeowner. I just got bombarded with 12 different roofers, 100 different roofers. What am I going to do? I narrowed down to two things. I'm going to go online and search for quality roofer. Look at reviews. Look at those sort of things. Or I'm going to call my insurance agent. We went all in on those two. All in. Google us. One of the highest rated companies in the entire country. While everyone is focused on how to master, no offense, how to master the doors, we're over here focused on how to do the other things really, really well. So the challenge is to think outside the box and don't just conform to what you know or how you got up into this business. When it comes to marketing, challenge your marketing efforts and come up with strategic, creative ways to market your company differently. And here's the best tip of all on the marketing side of things. Give back. Give, yep. One of the best things, one of the best, I can have someone who doesn't know anything about roofing, with a good personality and a good heart, walk in, give the worst pitch in the world and tell that homeowner that we work for the number one company and we give, we donate to charity for every single roof we do. What kind of closing rate do you think that person's gonna have? They're gonna do just fine. Roofing sales is not rocket science. Mm -mm. So challenge yourself to think outside the box when it comes to marketing and branding your company. The second part of that is, is sales, right? You gotta have a sales system, a duplicatable, repeatable sales system. Okay, the third component is production. You gotta be able to have, to be able to produce roofs. A lot of us come into this business one of two ways. You either were a roofing contractor for many years and you decide, you know what, it's my time, I'm gonna go start a business, I'm gonna make this happen. Or you were a salesperson, knocking doors, pounding, working, making someone else a bunch of money and figuring out, you know what, I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna make, I'm gonna do it on my own. Most of us in this room, did we come from one of those two backgrounds? How many of us did that? Where was one of those two backgrounds? Just about all of us. 
-hmm. or we're in sales or whatever. That's where people start businesses. And, and, and we don't know the rest of everything, right? We know one thing. So when it comes to sales, ha whether, you, whether you hire a coach or whatever you do, take what you do, take and figure out how to narrow that down into a duplicatable, repeatable process. Then hire and train people how to do that, right? So you got to narrow that down. And then production. The number one most important challenge that we all face when it comes to building processes for our business is creating a process of the, the handoff, the handoff from sales to production. Anybody have any headaches dealing with that when you're trying to scale your business? You hire 10 salespeople, a hailstorm happens, they all go out and sell a whole bunch of roofs. And then all of a sudden your production manager is running around with their hair on fire trying to gather data because this contract came in without the drip edge color. Things like that. Have a process. Write it down. It's not that hard. Write down step by step by step. These are the things you have to do in order to, for me to produce to build this roof. And if a salesperson doesn't have every check, all 10 of the items checked off, hand the contract back, hand the job back, say, give it back to me tomorrow. We're not producing it until, you, until, until you're ready. That's probably the most important process in order to scale the business. You know, I'll touch on some of those later. Cool. Well, no, I mean, that's all those things. That's like if you can get all those things right, that's going to change everything that you're doing in your business. And it requires you to have a really honest conversation with yourself about all those things and where you stand and where you want to be. But beyond that, though, how many of you guys have ever been to a conference like this before? By the way, I'm just curious. About half the room, right? Did you ask that? Okay, I thought you asked that. Never mind. Anyways, but the, the reason I say that is because what typically happens at a conference is you get at this conference high. Yeah. Right? You learn all this cool stuff. We got all these tips from Randy. We got all this stuff from all the millions of speakers that have been on the stage this week. You go home. You're so excited. You start to write these things down. You start to get these processes in place. And then what happens three weeks from now? Things start to get a little bit more lax again. You start to forget what happened. You start to uh, get a little bit more complacent and more relaxed in your business and the way that things start to go reverting back to where things were before. Month from now, two months from now, three months from now, it's kind of like old news. We can go over all the steps with him all along, but the bottom line is the implementation part and the consistency part is the true key to success in all of this. Mm -hmm. what do you have to do to, to develop the skills to be consistent and have the discipline to keep going? That's what's going to change and keep you guys from becoming complacent in your businesses and, and, and keep you from going back the way that you came. And that's, that's what this board and all these things that we did here are all about. You see what happened on this board? We set this outside, right? We told people, sign this thing about legacy. How many of you guys signed this, by the way? I appreciate everyone that did. I know a lot of you guys did, but really what this is, is this is accountability. Could I, can I take a picture of this board and put it on the internet in a year from now? And how many of you guys, your legacy and your, your, your desires here have changed? It's what's going to happen. Like, I mean, this is, this is finding the way to become accountable. And that's, that's, that's the, that's the next step. I mean, find some way that you can hold yourself accountable to your business, to the people around you that you, you, you talk to your wife, talk to your husband, figure out ways that you guys can say, okay, look, this is what I want to achieve. You have to say that. You have to physically determine your mind, 
put it on paper. Some of you have wrote it on this board. Other of you guys have to actually physically say, this is what I want to go home and do with my business. This is what I want to go home and do with my life. This is the legacy that I want to have. You've got to determine that purpose. It's so vital to everything that we're doing here. You guys know that a year ago, we were at RoofCon 2019. I shot my very first Art of the Supplement podcast episode with Armando, wherever he's at. And Paul Reed shot some and Sam Struthers. And I think I shot like 10 or 11. That was one year ago. We're 100 episodes deep between Art of the Supplement, The uh, Daily Show, and now American Contractor Show. I can't believe it was just a year ago. It feels like forever ago because we've just been doing this for so long. But it's now second nature. It's part of our lives. It's what we do. Like We're on a stage right now with the American Contractor Show set and talking to Randy Brothers, who's like the legend godfather of (laughs) of online radios or uh, online uh, Start, Build, Grow show and all the stuff that he does. But the consistency is so vital. Consistency is key in... I mean, it's easy to say the podcast has two podcast hosts up here, right? We're, you know, 130 episodes in every single week every at the same week, time. Like clockwork. It's part of the deal. I know part your of the show's deal, right? We, we, <laughs> and and we, we all know when it's coming on. But apply that to your business, okay? What can we do to, to put a plan in place and pick one thing we're going to focus on that's the most important thing that's going to affect and drive and move that ball forward and focus on that one thing? Maybe it's implementing a CRM system. Huge. Yeah. That is a big undertaking. Massive. You know, how hard is it to, to switch a CRM when you've already been in one for a while? <laughs> Man, yeah, I got some of that. Like, it's almost like they do it on purpose. It's, it, it's yeah, it's, it's, and I've made the biggest mistake ever. I, when I switched CRMs, I didn't transfer all the data first. Anybody do that, made that mistake? <laughs> oh, yeah. When you have your whole staff working on two different systems, I was surprised they didn't walk out on me and say, you're an idiot. Why did you do this? Right? Fast forward four years later that we, we, we built a very, very robust system. We got to, got to plug Job Nimbus, our sponsor. You know, we've been working with them for four, four, four and a half years. Many of you work with them. They're here. We built that customized platform. Now it works like a top and we're able to, to run thousands of roofs through it pretty seamlessly. But if it's a CRM system, you don't just, as, a, as an owner, don't make the mistake I do. Don't say, hey, we're going to make this. We're going to switch this because it's cheaper, because whatever, and throw it on everybody to get it done and figure it out. Put a plan in place. Take the time. Be consistent with the data transfer. you got to do little things to, to, in order to properly implement and properly do something like that. Get it all in place first. Test it. Make sure it works. And then train everybody on it at once. Don't just throw it at them and tell them to figure it out. Yeah. That's something we have to learn. I learned that the hard way. We've got to learn as leaders within our business. No, for sure. And that's that's the key. Like getting in touch with these guys, talking to Randy, talking to Jim, talking to all the different people that are able to give you this knowledge will save you so much time. Maybe you're not maybe you maybe you realize you're sitting here listening, like, maybe I'm not that good at that part of it. Maybe I'm not really understanding how to implement these tools. You guys have been exposed to the best minds in our industry for all these different individual speci- uh, specialties that can completely change your in, your, your uh, business and, and everything that you're doing. Take advantage of that. Don't go home and just forget about it. Like reach out and say, hey, I want to I learn more about how you can help our business because I've seen firsthand what a lot of these training systems can do. I've seen what your clients are doing because of the, 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 
the things that you put into their lives and into their businesses. Remember, folks, it's not just business, it's life. These guys are, you know, guys like Randy are doing a lot more than just helping you build your business. They're helping you build a life that you can leave to your kids. So, obviously, we're, we're, we're trying to wrap this thing up with a focus on you. What you're talking about is legacy, right? It, we, we, take it, we take for granted the conversations that we have with one another. We learn something. Oh, that's a cool idea. I'm going to go ahead and take that and, <laughs> and put that in my business. And sweet. But what we're not realizing is one single conversation can literally change the trajectory of generations to come in your, in your life. Yep. We got to take ownership of that. You know, the things I learned from conferences, the things I learned from my coaches and my mentors that, that, that I've been working with for decades literally are changing the course of my son's grandkids. That's big. That's, That's legacy. Huge. That's yeah. a big picture. We got to stop thinking about today. How many roofs can I sell today? How much money can I make today? No, how, how much wealth, how, what kind of lifestyle, what kind of quality of life can I build for my grandchildren's grandchildren? That's when I look at legacy, that's how I think about legacy. And you never know what one conversation and one little piece of information that you learn about cash flow management or learn about a sales tip or a lead generation tip or, or an interviewing tip on how to hire really good people. One little conversation like that can be worth millions and millions and millions of dollars. And we're so focused on right the wall that's right in front of us, we don't think that broad when it comes to legacy. What, is, what, what do you think about when it comes to legacy there, John? I think legacy is so much bigger than, you know, what we even realize most of the time. You said it just a minute ago. It's about your kids' kids and your kids' kids. You know how long that is? You know how I, I look at my, my family tree and my, my dad and my grandfather and all the things that they've put into us my great grandfather. And it's just like, it's so, so valuable. It's so, so vital and important to our lives. What we leave behind is so, to me, it has so much weight. Yeah. And it's, it's something that you just can't take lightly and just, you know, just, you know, nonchalantly go through life day by day, not thinking about it. It's almost so selfish. Yeah. Legacy is, is very unselfish. It's very about others and about changing other people's lives and helping them become better. And that in turn is what determines your legacy. Question is, are you selfish or unselfish? Well, the reality is, of it is we're all inherently selfish. Yeah. Sorry. Guilty as charged. We're all inherently selfish. It's how God made us. You're, yep. you're, you're just, we're, we're naturally as human beings, instinctually self-fulfilling. We want to make sure we protect ourselves and take care of ourselves. Yep. We have to learn to channel that and, and, and to be, and to think of others and put us completely first, right? You, you, we talk about the leadership. Now we'll move from legacy over to leadership. Leadership is about making that transition from being self-fulfilling on, on how do I leverage other people to get what I want and switch gears to how do I leverage my actions to help other people get what they want. That's, that's leadership. leadership. Yep. That's leadership. It's helping. That's, but they go hand in hand with legacy. Absolutely. All three tied together. Yeah. You can't do any of this without really high integrity and doing it for the absolute right reasons with a genuine heart. You know, people will see right through that if you're if you're if you're manipulating them or just trying to sell them on one thing or another. I have the greatest company in the world. Come sell this and you're gonna make millions of dollars. You're gonna make hundred thousand dollars. Great. 
people we talk about earth people don't care about that they want to be a part of something bigger and better than themselves so we as leaders need to create something create an environment Give them a create platform. a vision yeah. for for something bigger and better where we can all strive to achieve goals as as a group of individuals and you will build an amazing culture a legacy and be and grow as a leader i think that's the common denominator of businesses that are been around for a long time the guys like paul reed dustin beagler randy like these guys that are running these big companies, it's about culture. It's about the people inside Everything. of the company. It's about, that's that's their mindset when it goes to recruiting. That's their mindset when it comes to sales, when it comes to production, to everything. It's not about the owner. Like half the people don't even know Dustin Be who Dustin Beagler is in Lincoln, Nebraska. Because Dustin's probably one of the most unassuming people in the industry. He comes, he sits down, he talks to any contractor that needs advice. He reaches out to him. We just did an episode with him and Aaron Christie, and it was like he just gave him tons of tons and tons of like just straight up free advice. This is what you need to do because I did this already. Because yeah. it's so, he's so selfless. And it's a great example of what leadership looks like in, in the right form. And that's what causes people like Paul Reed to, to become so amazing and give to roofers in recovery. And, and, you know, his life is not about him. He has conferences and everything else about other people. Yep. And that's the common denominator amongst people that are great in our industry and outside of our industry. In, in the world in general, there's a lot of great people that are doing great things. And it's all for others. And, and understand, like, the, the concept of a lot of people throw this around and we maybe, maybe, maybe may think that, oh, you, your people are natural leaders or born leaders. That's bullshit. <laughs> sure some people may have certain tendencies everyone has different skill sets and, and different talents. god given gifts and yeah. talents but leadership is learned it's true you can learn to be a great leader yep. and one of the most the, the pivotal pivotal moments in my career in my growth as a leader and i'm always learning and growing i'm, I'm always focused on trying to be a better and better and better leader because i'm nowhere near where i can possibly be where i'm meant to be one of the most pivotal pivotal did i say that right pivotal things in my career was switching from a mindset of as a company owner, other people working for me, right? We all have people that work for us, right? We work for them. Yeah. I had to understand that I work for my people and the efforts that I put forth every single day need to have an emphasis on how do I create opportunities and make their lives and their jobs better. If I can do that, if I can even have the mindset and, and have that as my intention, everything changes. Everything changes. And it, but it goes into your entire life, though. Your personal 100%. life totally bleeds into that. If you're a Absolutely. business owner and you go through a really messy divorce, what's that going to do to your business? It'll ruin your business. Easily. I've seen it happen millions of times. And all that, you know, it, it, when, you, when you decide to make decisions that are self, selfish decisions that are not the best decisions for your business, what happens? The people around you suffer. It's yeah. not, it's so much bigger than us. All of this, in order to grow and scale, and we all look at this, we want to dream of doing 10, 15, 20, 30, $40 million. There's so much responsibility that comes with that. So I wanted to do something kind of cool today. Okay. Okay. This is, this is, I, I'm kind of throwing this at you because I just thought about it. Now it comes back to this board. I know not everyone got to write on this board, and there's, we're running out of room anyways. So, but I wanted to do something a little bit different. So my wife's over here, Priscilla. And she's got a microphone, and we're live streaming this right now, and, and this is being taped. What I thought would be super cool, because I, I, I'm all about giving you guys platforms and ways that you guys can interact. 
What I thought would be super cool is if we got this mic and passed it around a little bit, or maybe got in a line. And if you wanted to, you don't have to, but if you want, if you've been in this conference and you're like, dude, I've got such, I, I have these things I really, really know that if I do these things and I do it the right way, it will change my entire business. I'm going to give you an accountability option here. And by that, I mean, we're going to give you the mic. You're going to tell us what's going to happen over the next, the course of the next year. Okay. And you're, we're going to hold you accountable. It's going on Facebook Live. It's going all over the internet. We got, we got the recording of it. Maybe next year at RoofCon, we may pull this out again and play it back. Yeah, and then you guys can say, you guys can measure up, hey, how did I do? It, but if you're brave enough to do that and you would like to do that, Chris, do you have uh, the mic there? And you, you guys can just line up right there if you want to do it. And if you, want, if you are serious about legacy, you're serious about, about doing things the right way, you know that things have changed. This is your opportunity to let the world know this is what I'm all about and this is what I'm going to do in my business. We got one. Let's we get started. So with the, uh, with the tools that I've learned here and the, uh, the tips that I've gotten from various people, uh, my goal for this year is to hire a minimum of 10 salespeople. And uh, three days ago, my three days ago, uh, I thought my goal was three million, but I'm going to change that to ten. I'm going to actually finish my book and publish it. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I got a lot of confidence being here. I've never been to an event like this. I've had all these ideas. I'm halfway done with the book. I've been working on it, but I like drift off. So I want to be on that stage. But I want to publish my book, so I'm going to start with the book, and then we'll we'll work our way up there. Awesome. Let me let me give a comment on that. So, if any of you know me, I'm uh, dyslexic, barely can even read myself, and I, I'm like a you know what's that entrepreneur is like? Ooh, look a piece of candy. Ooh, look <laughs> chasing squirrels. You know, uh, all the time. Like I'm all over the board. It, it, you know, just a, a visionary entrepreneur guy. And I had this crazy idea to write a book, right? three years ago whatever how long it was and and you talked about consistent consistency like how did it how did a guy like me that, that that's all over the board actually complete something like that it, it it was i literally blocked off a specific time every single week blacked out my calendar it was a wednesday mornings from nine till noon every week for a year got that book written got it published went bestseller and here we are chase that dream and do it you got to block that time in life is crazy you can do it though you just got to make sure to make that commitment and be consistent with that commitment that's awesome thank you man. um i'm actually one of randy's employees and uh, he's always had us write down our why write down your goals write them down and force them through but hunter put up something earlier that showed the top 40 fulfillments i'm going to challenge my company to write that down per person it's easy to write down one or two, but can you struggle to get 10 on each one of those? It's not going to be an over-to-the-night thing, but what Hunter put up there earlier was really cool, and I want to try to force our company to get 40 things of why they do this. So I want to do it. I got you. Let's, we'll do it together, brother. Construction. Oh, sorry, Tyler Winters here from Terminus Construction Group out of Atlanta. Um, we want to truly implement a full sales experience for the guys to be onboarding to learn how to get in this industry and how to grow we just like kind of 
halfway broke, I was into this, and then kind of let them flounder. You know, we don't want to do that anymore. I want to be able to set something up that if I were to walk in, that I could succeed. Sorry, go ahead. No, keep going. You're fine. Um, no, but so, sorry, we want to implement a, a more specific strategy when they onboard with us so they feel like they're going to grow and that there's something to walk into because I've kind of been blindsided this week with the fact that I can't. It's the mic. Just keep going. Um, I just know that I wouldn't walk into our company the way it stands today. So we want to set something up for our guys to grow in. We want to get to about 10 guys. we got four full-time sales guys now. And then... Um, You want me to just keep going? I'm sorry. I'm so yeah. sorry. Um, so, yeah, just implementing a, a better strategy to onboard our guys and learn the training aspect of it. And then creating a culture that people in the community see. And we've done things a little bit delic more delicately. We're female owned, my wife, my sister in law, and the company. And so we want to leverage that in a way for the community, for the good of the community. So we're going to get more active with uh, some of the women's shelters in the Atlanta market and start giving back to them. That's awesome. Great work. Giving, man. That's what it's all about. So and, and and on that, let me comment there. You know, in, in our history, that was is very significant moment when we we realized. I, I, I early on, I had this the habit of uh, I'm going to find people who are already in the industry know what they're doing, and I'm going to convince them and trick them or sell them on coming to work for my business. I ended up with a team of salespeople that all had different habits and all had different you know ways of doing things. We completely wiped the deck clean. We implemented a sales system, and we've been continuing to build and 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 uh, improve that system year and year and year year in and year out. And and we were able to achieve significant growth. We 10xed our company in six years, all with the foundational element of building a sales program. So the key there is start with analyzing what you whether you can you can hack it. There's a, some of the best sales coaches in the world are here. I we, our systems there, but we're not here to sell you anything. The, the way to do it yourself is to really do a deep dive on everything you do to complete a sale, the whole cycle, and break that into a step-by-step -step process. And then bunch those steps together and put them in and come up with the step-by-step -step process. And then you want to create what, what we call uh, our onboarding checklist. So when I bring on a salesperson, we have a checklist like this, this, this long. And it's step one, we're going to spend 20 minutes on how to log into your email. 20 minutes on how to log into your CRM system. Here's what your polo shirt looks like. We're going to order your cards like step by step by step by step and, and continue that process. And that's a foundational element of building a sales system that you can duplicate and repeat in your business. That's fire. Come on. <laughs> Let's go, baby. Let's go. So my name is Adam Bond. I'm from Des Moines, Iowa. Really young, only 23 years old, but my goal this year is to start and build my own successful contracting company. And what successful means for me, not 10, 50 million plus. Uh, it means building a culture and building a company in which everyone is thriving, everyone um, feels secure, feels happy, knowing that we're doing the right thing. and gives me the opportunity to really be able to give back to my community, to be able to give back to the people around me and just build and take everything that I've learned here and really implement everything and really build a legacy that will last for, for years and for my, my kids and my grandkids in the future. Awesome. awesome. Two man. things. Two things there. One, 
take that why, take that passion, write it down and come up with a why. Like why does you, why do you exist? Why does your company exist? And, and use that to create company values. And that's gonna be the foundation of everything you do to try to accomplish that goal. That's awesome. Atlanta, Georgia, with all good adjustments. I'm a PA instead of a contractor. Um, if you guys are anything like me, you've got a ton of hats on and they're getting real heavy. And taking off some of those hats is really difficult. So one thing that I want to do is spend more time with my family. I work way too much. I vow to start taking off some of those hats and stop having excuses for why I keep having to put them back on. It's too easy to have an excuse. Wow. Great. That's awesome, man. So if, if you were here for the opening, you know, keynote, a uh, good friend of mine, Ryan, I think he, I don't know if Ryan's in here or not, you know, but he, he talked about the, the automate, eliminate and delegate. That's how you accomplish that goal. Okay. What can be automated? What can be something that's just a built a system that you can re rinse and repeat, rinse and repeat. And then you got to eliminate all the distractions, eliminate the, the things that aren't really important to you and to your business. And then you got to delegate. Uh, well, the best way to do that is really come up with a list of all the things you do. Pick the top three that are most important to the business that also correspond with your God-given strengths. Find a way to delegate all the rest. And that's how you're going to start taking off some of those hats. Appreciate you, Matt. I'm just uh, I'm saying this for accountability purposes because I want to be accountable for what I'm saying I'm doing. Plus, you said you're recording it, so that means I got to look at it next year uh -huh. if we don't do it. <laughs> so um, tripling us, our size, tripling our production, and also our efficiency. We aren't nearly e efficient enough. So if I were to, 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 to name goals for us as a company and a challenge for us, it'd be triple our size and our team to triple our production, um, the output, the dollars, and uh, be triple as efficient, which isn't as tangible, um, uh, you know, an item, but it's still something that is massively important. And if we implement some of the things, let alone all of the things we learned this weekend, we should fly past those goals this That's year. That's right. Yep. Awesome. Duplicatable and repeatable processes, my friend. Sales, production. Anyone else want to do this? Anyone else? Everyone good? All right. I think... Uh, I think that was that was powerful because you know at the end of the day that's the kind of stuff that matters. Yep. Every person that stepped up here, first off, I totally commend you because I know it's not easy to do, especially in a room like this. But that's powerful stuff. Like there's so many things. Like the the amount of lives that you're you're gonna affect is it's crazy. It's exponential. It's, it's exponential. It, it's it exponential. Just goes on and it's so yeah. so that's what this conference is all about. We talk about all the business side of it. We learned a lot of stuff. But at the end of the day, this is what this conference is all about. Leaving here and implementing things that are going to make you a better person and make your business better. Because so we know that if you become a better person, all of us, we're all flawed. Randy said oh, yeah. it best. We all have things that we've done in life or, or, or are, you know, have weaknesses or things that we're not necessarily great at. But we take that and we start to... First off, evaluate ourselves and realize what our weaknesses really are, what our true strengths are, what our true weaknesses yeah. are, and then start to actually build around that and with the with the real honest understanding of what it is that we need to work on and what it is that we're really good at and we need to expand on. That changes everything. And that's what this conference is all about. Because once you become better, once we become better, 
everything around us starts to become better. Yep. And I, 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 I would be remiss if I don't, if I walk off this stage tonight without thanking though and being thankful for the people that have helped me out, my yeah. business partners, Troy Clymer, Eric, uh, Eric Hepler, Josh Roseboom, Zach Manring, the guys that have balanced and are the supplement, our entire team, because I am so thankful for the opportunity to be here and the opportunity to be in front of you guys and to get to talk to you about this so imp such a, such an important topic that we get to talk about tonight before we leave here. And Hunter, f fantastic conference, by the way. Come on, guys. Yeah. Hunter. Hunter believes in this conference. He believes in this cost. He believes in you. And that's what makes this all work. I know he's stand, sitting back there, and you guys, we owe him so much for putting this together. Absolutely. And on that same thing, I think everyone here is we got to really take a look at each and every day and just start that day with gratitude. Yeah. You know, we're, we're, we're all blessed to be in the business that we're in, to have the lives that we live, to, to live in, in a country that, that we live in, to have the opportunities that we have, and to be surrounded with the people that we have and be thankful for the future people that are going to come into our lives. Yep. You know, on the same thing, I got to thank my man, Nick and my, my sales team over there, you know, Clayton and Dave and the rest of the sales team that are probably watching this, that have, that have, that have been with us for, for nearly a decade and multiple years, my, my sister, my business partner, all the people that, that, that have contributed to, to this moment right now, to be here, to get, to get to a place like this where, 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 I mean, I'm humbled and blessed to even be here. Like when Hunter too, was like, man. Hey man, uh, can you come speak at the conference? I'm like, all right, yeah, let's do it. And then he's like, I want you to close it down. Oh, okay. Like I'm, I'm very, very <laughs> grateful and humbled and, and excited to be here and excited to be here with you, John, uh, and uh, and my team over there. I love you guys. I'm so so grateful for all the hard work they put in the back. And none of this would be possible without surrounding yourself by amazing people. I totally agree. And so guys, this is your call to action. Let's go. This is your call to action tonight. Write down what you want to do, what your legacy should be. Write down all the things you learned. Start writing down the processes. Start evaluating what needs to happen. Figure out who's going to hold you accountable. Start to reach out to them. Figure out some way that you can, if you got to write a note on your iPhone and go back a year from now and read it, do that. Set a, a reminder for a year from now to read this and write, put it in the calendar. What did you walk away from here? What are the things that you want to do? This is your CTA. I love CTA. <laughs> call to action. That's right. It's your call to action. Go out, make your business better, become a better person, make the people around you better, make your towns better, your communities better, become the light. I love what Daniel's doing with the Ask, your es uh, ask the, lo the Local Expert series that you're doing uh, over there in, uh, in Ohio. That's freaking cool. You guys, that's a phenomenal marketing plan. If you guys don't realize, it's a great marketing plan, actually. Talk to him about it. He might not share it all with you, but you can at least watch it online and maybe learn something there because I think that's a that's such a great idea because you're giving other people platforms in yep. your community that's going to naturally attract business to you. Do something. Start to implement changes in your business today. Don't wait because I feel like waiting is the worst thing you can do. If you If you put this off, it'll never happen. Start now. Take it seriously. People are depending on you. Your family is depending on you. Your future gener the future generations of your family tree are depending on you right now. 
That's a, that's so mind-boggling, dude. You start to think about that. That just changes everything. And that's what this is all about. So this is your CTA. Everyone good with that? Everyone excited? Who's going to be at RoofCon 2021? Let's go. Come on. Hunter, where are we going for RoofCon 2021? Do we even know yet? I can't hear what he's saying. Denver, Colorado. Denver? Wait, what? We don't know. I think you said Orlando. Do you say Orlando? Florida? Orlando. All right. All right. We're going Florida, to Orlando, go. man. So check it out, everyone. Just put it in your All calendar. Right. Start to block off some dates in October. It'll happen at some point. He's probably got the dates, and I just missed it. But uh, we'll we'll make sure to post them all over the place. But I'm excited about that. Heck, yeah. Let's go to Orlando. So here's the deal. We're wrapping this thing up. And in true Start, Build, Grow show fashion, <laughs> I'm looking at my man Nick over here. He always likes to put me on the spot. Like, all right, what's one golden nugget? All, all right. right. I'm giving you two. Right? Oh, two. two. Got two of them, and and really, this is and it's it's funny because like I get to be the platform. I'm the one saying all these things, and people are like, "Yeah, I love what you said." I'm just learning and regurgitating crap I learned from my mentors and other That's people right. that told me. We're all it's, it's what it is, man. So I, I have some very I've been so blessed to have some amazing mentors in my life, and one of the things that he's taught me about taking ownership as a leader and as a CEO of my company is and, and part of this this legacy piece is it's our responsibility as we grow as leaders, as we own company, as we lead others, it's our job and our responsibility to lead, teach, and inspire others. We have to take ownership of that every single day. Wake up every single day and ask yourself, am I doing things, the actions that I'm putting forward, leading, teaching, and inspire, inspiring others to be the best version of themselves, and you will, you will see success as an individual and as a company. And the next thing, we talked about this balance, work-life balance a lot. And, and we talk about, you know, we work all the time and, and we, we work in order to have time for our family. And, and it becomes this, this family first or business first and then time for the family. But I, I, I want to challenge everybody and, and to point out the reality of it is there is no such thing as family first or business first. It's family first and business first. Both. Those are the two most important things you have in your life. You can't have one without the other. One is not going to be happy, successful, and grow without the other. Take ownership of that and allocate your time and your efforts to make sure that you, you can, can make the absolute most and, and learn and appreciate and enjoy time and truly enjoy the journey of making those two things in your life a priority and everything else just kind of falls in line and you're going to live the life of your dreams. That's awesome. Guys, Randy Brothers. Mr. John Dye. Yeah. Thank you guys so much for being here today. And I think uh, my buddy's going to come up, Marcel, and he's going to take care of this. <laughs> Where's that mic, Chris? Let's get that mic out here. So he can actually hear you on the live stream. Yeah, she's got that. Use the ACS mic. It's it's on, brother. You're good. This is literally 45 pounds. I love it. <laughs> if you didn't get the chance to hold this, it's literally 45 pounds. No, you guys did a phenomenal. This was amazing. Like I don't know, did you, anybody get that, some downloads here? Some some like 800 gold nuggets. You said there was two final ones, but I think there was 798 previous ones. Um, I was just gonna close this this thing down. I don't know if. It, no, you're good, bro. Yeah. Oh 
Soldier down. Let's go home. I got a flight to catch. I really want. Yeah, we got to get some flights Let's going. Get Hunter up. I really want to get Hunter up can, here. Can Hunter come up here? Hunter's giving Hunter hugs Blue. and kisses. Hunter Blue, you got to come up here, bro. This all happened because of you. Really started something that a lot of people said couldn't, shouldn't happen, but gave a lot of hope to some people that the world's starting to wake up. And uh, and you. 45 pounds. That was like at least 45 pounds. At least. I'm not I'm not a pro. Give it up for Mr. Hunter Baloo. Let's close this thing out. RoofCon 2020. Come on, bro. Say one final word for us. Send it home. Appreciate you guys coming out. It was a heck of a time. Like I said earlier, guys, you know, it's, this is really like year one. We had a small little event last year, two, maybe three times the size of this stage. And so the opportunity to come in here and see 850 people check in and 50 vendors show up for a movement that me and John Dine, Pate Smith and Michael sitting at a, a house decided we wanted to do and bring something to the industry a little bit different, more than just about sales, but also about leadership and legacy and high integrity people. It's cool to see people buy into that because I think we get caught up in just the money a lot of times. And we can because there's a lot of money in the roofing industry. And that's why most of us are in it. That can pull us in, but it doesn't have to be while we stay. So love you guys. I really appreciate you for coming. I'm excited for 2021. Like I said, we fought through some adversity, but we got it figured out for the most part. Next year, we'll have carpet in this mofo. Thank y'all. Love y'all. See you next year.